Hello, Andrew Musgrove here from Chronicle Live and the Everything is Black and White podcast. Lots of reaction to our exclusive story regarding email correspondence between the Premier League and the Department for Culture, Media and Sports. If you haven't read it, head up at chroniclelive.co.uk. You can see it there. Otherwise, stick with us for a quick explainer on what the story is all about. Now, between April 2020 and June 2020, plenty of emails were sent between the Department for Culture, Media and Sport and the Premier League regarding the Saudi-backed Newcastle United takeover. We, through an FOI, Freedom of Information request, have obtained some of these emails. Some of them haven't come through. Some of the information in the emails has been redacted, stuff like personal information, like names and email addresses, which is totally understandable. Now, these emails were sent between the DCMS and the Premier League, and most striking is the several times that the government department reference the fact that they believe a decision on the takeover is close. They do this three times in no uncertain terms. The first two are a response from the Premier League, uh, which the Premier League just rejects it. They say there's no decision imminent. They then question how these government sources that are referenced in the email chain are coming up with this information. Where is this information that decision is imminent coming from? And then we get to June the 21st where an email is sent by the department to the Premier League saying they understand a decision is imminent now and it could happen within the next 24 hours. The Premier League get back and say that, yes, this is a possibility. They do also make clear, clear though, that that could change. That information they get could need more looking into. That's some of the questions asked um, in a nutshell um, aren't answered sufficiently for them. Um, they also use a very bizarre reference to the old Grand Duke of York, and that's the approach that everybody involved will have to take, and that includes us, that's the Premier League and the, the, the government departments, because not just the Department for Culture, Media and Sport involved in this, if you remember earlier, um, it was back in December, I think it was, we did a story again, based around FOIs from the Cabinet Office, no, sorry, from the Commonwealth Office, again looking at emails, and there was clear uh, correspondence sent between the Premier League and those on this subject. Um, now, of course, nothing comes of this because a month later, um, the deal is pulled. The consortium field have been messed around by the Premier League and they pull the deal. Now, you know, we understand they're still very much interested in completing it, but they're waiting um, on that arbitration that Mike Ashley has, has instructed the QC, Nick DeMarco, to undertake against the Premier League. Looking back at these emails that we have, what is really interesting, other than the Premier League's admission that a decision is very close, possibly within 24 hours, is the fact that the Department for Culture, Media and Sports set up a high-level cross-department meeting in anticipation of the announcement. So that includes you know, the Commonwealth Office. It will include the Cabinet Office as well. And those attending this meeting would be no lower than deputy director level, which shows you just how high up in the government this was going because that is a very high level of employment, the deputy director level. You know, this is some top-ranking officials that would be involved in discussing the outcome. We need to make it clear that these emails don't suggest one way or the other where this decision would go, would it be in favour of the takeover or not. But it's clear that the department were getting ready to pick up the pieces um, regarding the decision. We, we, I don't think they were partial either way. Um, I don't think, at least in the emails anyway that I've seen, they weren't given any hint to which way it was going to go in the Premier League. Certainly, we're not letting anything out of the bag regarding a rejection or an acceptance. Um, 
The other important thing to note as well within this email chain is that the Premier League say that this takeover has left them in new territory. Quite interesting. It's just my interpretation of it, but that suggests to me it's a bit of an admission that their own owners and directors test really isn't fit for purpose because if, if they're in new territory, then what else is there to say? You know, their owners and directors test clearly isn't doing the job because if it was, in my opinion, they wouldn't be in new territory with this deal, would this? So that's uh, so just my view on it. Um, what does this all mean? Well, it shows you how wide ranging uh, an impact this deal would have. It wouldn't just impact Newcastle United. It wouldn't just impact Newcastle, the city or the region. You know, the government and they probably still do have a very keen interest on which way this is going to, which way this was going to go. And the Premier League knew this because they were keeping them in the loop. I did ask the Premier League several questions based on the information I've got. They refused to comment. One of those questions was whether other takeovers have had the same kind of attention, whether the government had been kept in the loop. I referenced the Burnley takeover to the Premier League. They just said they wouldn't comment. I did ask the Department for Culture, Media and Sport a couple of questions as well. I asked them what was expected to be discussed in that high-level meeting, what concerns, if any, they had over the potential Saudi Arabia takeover of the club, what its overall view of the takeover was, and whether the Secretary of State, that's Oliver Dowden, believes the PIF and the Crown Prince are separate entities. Now, to the first two questions I put to them, they said I had to put in FOIs. Ironic, considering that this FOI took six months to get back to me. It has to usually... Well, it usually takes 28 days. I put it in a, in, a, in on October the 2nd, and it came back to me last week. Um, so come back in six months, and hopefully we'll have an answer to those first two questions. To the second two, I was given a link to a statement by the sports minister, Nigel Huddleston, who made a statement in July 2020 when he was asked about the takeover, and he said he was very uncomfortable with the level of expectation of, of involvement on government with things that are very clearly decisions for football. And that's what they had to say today. Um, regarding my questions on that separate entity question and whether they, what their view of all was on the takeover. Um, my final thought on this, look, the consortium were always confident that a decision was going to come down in their favour. We all know about the no red flag situation and they maintained their confidence throughout, they still do today, a little bit of confidence that, you know, it'll hopefully go in their favour. Um, but looking back then between April and June, they felt they were just waiting on a decision. Again, I make it clear that in this correspondence, there's no suggestion or hint that it's going to be accepted or rejected. We simply don't know looking at these emails. But I suppose in a way, in one way, the, the, the consortium's confidence, at least in terms of a decision being made, um, again, we don't know which way, but at least in terms of something being made, the decision being made and being made public, they've been vindicated in a way because of the department sources were confident of a decision coming down the wire. Then you can maybe understand why the consortium were as well. Um, and it's just really interesting. So head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to see the piece in full.